Hey, we need to have a real conversation about uh this album. We need to have a real conversation about it. Not gonna do that right now today, but we need to I'm we need to have a real conversation about that. But anyway, uh actually that'll probably be the end of the month for the music episode. But as y'all know, the Golden State Warriors have won a championship and Steph has been crowned finals MVP and is now has four championships. So he has that official stamp to be in certain conversations for some people. But now now the conversation changes to how many of them do you need? But, you know, it's fun. It's fun. But for a lot of people, Steph Curry has entered into the top 10. Uh, for a lot of people, this was needed for him to be seen as better than whoever you want to take out of your top 10. I've been saying for a while that Steph Curry is the best point guard I've ever seen. Um, now, and very much heavy emphasis on ever seen. Very much so. Heavy emphasis. But Steph changed the game. Everybody's doing like the whole league has changed because of Steph. Now, if I want to play my own devil's advocate, we could say that the league has changed as or magic changed the league as well. But well, I mean, I guess you could say he ushered in an era of positional positionless basketball. But at the same time, I don't really remember too. I mean, I guess Scotty was positionless, but like there there weren't many positionless play now. Guys play like Charles Barkley was obviously he was he was just a basketball player, but they labeled him a power forward. Like Shaq, when he was in Orlando, he was a basketball player, but they said he was a center. I mean, he could do everything outside of shoot. Like, I really hate to say it, but like, I, I want to act like I don't understand the Giannis and Shaq com uh, conversation, but like, I, I do, I do. But if we're gonna do that, Giannis is so much better than Shaq. Like, like it's not even close. It's it's literally not even close. If we we're gonna do that. If we're going to do that. But Steph, entering into this discussion, I wanted to see how much it was really warranted. And there's been conversations going on all over, um, it just everywhere. And this was even during the finals. Like, if he wins this, is he top 10? So they're prepping us for this conversation. And now I'm starting to understand why they prepped us for this conversation because of where we are now not because the warriors winning but because we're now in the dead days <laughs> we're in the dead days now guys no more sports that most people care about yeah you got baseball and i think the stanley cup's still going on but uh yeah hey lamar jackson just landed in training camp that, that's that's what's going on okay all right yeah bet bet all right yeah cool has he signed yet no okay well, we need to check up in on that but as far as basketball is concerned, we got the NBA draft. I'm not really excited about the draft. So there's these conversations of where do guys rank and what were their careers like. And at the end of the we do this every year. We do a review of everyone's legacy and whatever. But you know what? I have decided I am freeing myself of this conversation. I no longer want to be a part of this top 10 conversation. So to free myself from it, I had to go all the way through it. I have to go all the way through it so I can free myself from this, the shackles that this conversation has on me. Now, if and when new information, then maybe. And, and like, it has to be something like, I, like now that I've done all this, like I, I know what to look for to even consider having some of these conversations in the future. But um, I dove into it. And as only I could. Um, I was on a quest. 
I was on a quest to find the top 10 players in NBA history. Now, I had my personal preference and my personal preference. I had about 15 to 20 guys that I was trying to narrow it down to 10. And there was a lot of factors, but I decided a very important factor that I have to take into account is, unfortunately, and fortunately, what is on your resume? What is it going to read when time is done, when your career is over, and you're just a name? Like, none of us saw Will Chamberlain. None of us saw Kareem. None of us saw Charles Barkley. None of us saw Hakeem. Like, none of, like, we wasn't like, hey, look, I'm 28 going on 29. Like, bro, I, I, you are not going to tell me, like, maybe if you like 34, 35, then like, all right, maybe. But like, ain't nobody 20 in between 30 and under is going to tell me that they was in the 90s. Like, hey, yo, turn the bulls on. Maybe if you live in Chicago. I don't know too many people from Chicago. But like, ain't nobody was in the, hey, you wasn't four, five, six, three, four, five, six talking about, hey, what, what time the bulls play? Hey, what's going on with Shaq? Hey, what's up with Patrick Ewing? Oh, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. No, no, I, hey, hey, look, we ain't got a cap. We ain't got a cap. We didn't see that shit. Now, we have YouTube and the internet, so we're able to go back and see things and everything. But hey, I've, I, I now understand there's a difference between what you see and what you hear. But the problem is both of those worlds are combined because we have people that are 40, 50, 60, 70 on the fucking mainstream talking about guys like Dennis Johnson and Magic and Larry. And all we know about Magic and Larry is like everything that they say. Same with Michael. And I have a whole thing about Michael Jordan now. Uh, but these guys like Will Chamberlain, we know, oh, yeah, he's supposed to be up there. Oh, Dr. J. Oh, yeah, he's up there. Oh, Jerry West. Oh, yeah, he's there. Oh, Bill Russell. Yeah, like. Bob Cousy, John Havlicek. Like the, now, the further we get away from certain time periods, like, hey, we've pretty much all decided the 50s and 60s didn't happen as far as basketball is concerned. We, we pretty much all have agreed, like, hey, yeah, all right, cool, Bob Pettit. Like, I'm not trying. All right, George Mikan, you did your thing. <laughs> cool. But, hey, we, we pretty much all agreed that that's that. About 20, 15 to 20 years, we're going to be at the same point with the 70s and 80s. Magic is like, Magic, we know him more for his personality, what he's done off the court. Same with Larry. Um, maybe not too much off the court, well, unless you count his, you know, coaching career and his executive career. Larry's kind of Larry's kind of gone off under the radar, but you would expect that from Larry Bird. But anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Getting off track. <laughs> I was on the quest to find the top 10, and then I started doing a little digging and more digging and digging and wanting to investigate everyone's resume and this is the part where you could have your own disagreements i'm already aware of a couple of disagreements but i like i wanted to have some fun with it and shout out to my dad on the episode that uh you know was previously the father's day episode uh he instilled into me the showing your work mantra and I'm not going to lie to you, it was, it, it was a very, 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 very annoying process. But it is something that has stuck with me. 
Um, but anyway, so I devised a system. <laughs> I devised a system and I, I, I debated if I wanted to even share y'all this system. Um, but this goes into showing my work. So I kind of did it like, you know how like Madden, they have like Madden scores and shit. Like, you know, because, like, say, like, if you do a franchise on Madden, and I don't know if they have this on 2K. I ain't played 2K this year, but actually, I don't know if they have any. I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played 2K in so long. I have no idea. But in Madden, if you run a franchise and, like, you win, like, eight championships in a row, like, your fucking fullback is going to be, like, considered the greatest fullback of all time. As far as Madden score is concerned. As far as Madden score is concerned. But in real life, like, if any fullback won seven championships, like, yeah. Like, we're we, we not going to have no conversation about that. But anyway, because of that, well, that was kind of what I had in mind, kind of getting these guys scores. But because of that, I really, really, really something since I made this, I really value winning. And, and before we get before we get into it, every single person was graded on the exact same scale. So whatever disagreements you may have with uh, point values or what I took into account, just know everyone was graded the exact same as much as i did not want to grade lebron the right way i did and because of that when we get to that i think you might like what you hear from that i think you might if you haven't turned it off just yet stick it stick it through stick it through um now this first oh let me go ahead and tell you this is going to be a series this is going to be a series um, I'll explain more in a bit, but this is going to be a series. This is not going to be uh, one pot. Uh, I'm going to get this whole uh, criteria out the way, and then we'll actually have this conversation. Uh, so first, for winning a championship, five points. I don't want to use big numbers. I didn't. I didn't want. I did not want to use big numbers. I did not. I did not. Winning a championship, five points. This one is something in the past I would not have considered, but. It is an achievement, and it is an achievement that obviously people care about. So, conference championships slash finals appearance. Now, what that means, people that have made, like, I don't know, 10 finals in their career, well, that's a lot. That's a lot. Not a lot of people can say that they've done that. So, people that did that, well, they graded out very well at that. Very, very well. Um, but also another thing, you can kind of double dip with this. So like, for example, Jordan Poole, he has one championship and he's also had a, has a finals appearance. Oh, my fault. The finals appearance when the conference, I gave three points. Uh, so Jordan Poole, for example, he would get eight points off of this one championship. So essentially each championship is worth eight points, basically. But if you don't win a championship, you get three. Uh, also, I considered... Um, you have to be great for a period of time. Uh, longevity matters, better yet. I'm going to say that. Longevity matters. Uh, and so because longevity matters, uh, and I, you know, people that know who my personal favorite player is, you could say, oh, well, of course you threw that in there. Well, I'm pretty sure your favorite player is about to be on that same number season as well. So, sorry. <laughs> but seasons played. How many seasons you played? Everybody, and everybody's great at the same again. One point. For every season you played, one point. 
Now, were there some years that were better than the others? Yes, but I just gave everybody that standard credit of being, because that would just be ridiculous, because then we're really, 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 really splitting hairs, and we're already doing enough of that here. But, like, oh, well, he had this many great years. He had this many great years. Like, hey, that that's for a different conversation. This is a bit more macro, at least right now. Now, this is where, you know, it may get crazy. In hindsight, I think that I could have done this one possibly differently, but... This is what I did, and everybody was graded the same way. All NBA, first, second, or third. Don't care. Don't care. First, second, or third. You got three. Well, you can't wait first, second, and third as the same. You're right. If you were first team, because this started off with just finding out who was him, and when you're finding out who was him, second and third team should not be the basis of your argument if we're talking about who's him. So, if you were first second or third team three points but if you were first team i added an additional point for each first team selection so for example if you have four all nba first teams and one all nba third team well you have five all nbas together times three 15 plus the four 19 this sounds like a lot but this really only took like 30 minutes so yeah you know Hey, sometimes you got to, hey, y'all don't, y'all don't care about how the pizza is made. Y'all don't care about how the sausage is made. Y'all just here for that. But just know, hey, sometimes there's things that got to go into it if you're trying to produce some quality content. So, hey, you know, that's why it's going to be a series. And I might even do something else with it. But, um, that, so that's how I did All-NBA. Now, this is where some people are going to get upset. I think this is another thing that you could, you know, have an issue with. But. I believe firmly. Now, I, I know what we like to see, but as far as winning and if I were a basketball player, if I was a hooper, I, I would hope I would hope a hooper, a real hooper. Would have some respect for the defensive side of the floor. I know all coaches would have some. Well, OK, I won't say all because we know Mike D'Antoni, but most coaches, especially the good ones, would value defense and defensive players so we're gonna and offense is what gets you remember and that's what we all care about but there's a whole nother side of the game that's there that's a factor i'm just if you don't agree that defense matters then i i don't i should we don't have anything to talk about we don't have anything to talk if you don't agree that defense don't matter then we don't have anything to talk about especially if you're a hooper if you're a hooper and you're telling me defense doesn't matter like hey bro come on now like I, like, I understand what, like, hey, we all want to score 50. We all want to dunk on everybody. But, like, if you're actually playing, like, for real, if you're a hooper that's actually trying to win a game or, like, win some real shit, you know that defense matters. So with that, All-NBA defensive selections. Now, the media has gotten involved with those selections. Now, the media has always been involved with All-NBA and Defensive Player Year and things like that. But for whatever reason, All-NBA defense was strictly a coach's pick up until the 2013-2014 season. So pretty much, in recent memory, everything that we know is what the media believes. And this is the stories and the narratives that they want to put out there, um, in addition to All-NBA. So because of that, when the coaches are making the selections pre-2013, pre-2014, I did three points. Everything after that, when it's been the media, two points. Now, before all you bronze sexuals get all in a fit, all four of LeBron's, all NBA defenses, were pre-2013, 
media, which really pissed me off to see. So I can't even really make that argument. Only argument I could make is he only got four. But again, I'm pretty sure you'll be very happy where he grades out. Uh, tough pill to swallow. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then I also did the same thing. There's only two teams for defense. So if you have uh, first team selections, you get that extra point for first team. Um, but for example, let's say somebody had uh, two All-NBA first teams um, pre-2014. And then we have somebody that has uh, one defensive team post-2014. Uh, so you would get the six for the first team, then plus two because there's two selections, so eight, and then two for the uh, other defensive team. So what's that, a total of 10, 12? I don't know. I lost my numbers. Um, but I, I, oh, don't worry. The numbers are right here. The numbers are right here. Hey, look, look, hey. Trust me. Trust me. The numbers are correct. But we can go ahead and give like a 1% for human error. But even then, a lot of things don't really change given that human error. And again, you can disagree with the point values, but everybody got the exact same amount. And this is where some of y'all are about to have an issue. This is where some of y'all are about to have an issue. Finals MVP. I think it's overrated. I think it's overrated. I, I, I think the, now we didn't care about it. I honestly, well, I'll say this generation didn't care about it until 2012, but I, like, I remember when the Lakers was winning championships, when the Spurs, like, bro, Chauncey Billups has a finals MVP, respectfully. Like, Paul Pierce has a finals MVP. Like, like when we think back on it, like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, bro, like, look at, look at, look at, like, Tony Parker has a finals MVP during Tim Duncan's era. Tim Duncan has five championships, but three finals MVP. He never gets shit for the two finals MVP he don't have. Like, it's just an ancillary thing. Like, Cedric Maxwell has a fucking finals MVP. Andre Iguodala has a finals MVP. Like, bro, like, Jerry West lost and got finals MVP. Like, what? I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. Oh, well, you would think differently if Kobe had four of them. You know what? Maybe. But I still would have given him the exact same value if I was having this conversation. So, 1.5. 1.5. 1 1.5 for finals MVP. 1.5. 1.5. Now, here's the thing. You could say that the value should be higher. Okay. Maybe. But everybody was graded the exact same way. So, if you have five finals MVPs, you got, what's that, 2.5? Whereas somebody else got zero. So, chill. <laughs> uh, defensive player of the year, that's for a whole season. And you, I said how much I value defense. Um, that's damn near MVP. Um, so, I gave two points. For All-Star, because it was, it's fan voting. And, like, I mean, like, one, if you're a top... 10 player during any era you're going to make ridiculous mounts and these are the type of people we're talking about so i i, I said 0.5 i said 0.5 it's, it's it's the all-star game and i i did not i don't give a fuck i did not account for the all-star game mvp and you know where my bias lays so that actually would have benefited me if i would have included it but i whatever final or whatever all-star game mvp uh the award is named after him uh yeah yeah i i whatever 
League MVP, three points. If you lead the league in any category, anything that I, I value that. I don't know if you do, but I value that. And I, any category, not we only really talk about and care about the scoring champ. But it's an achievement to lead the league in assists. It's an achievement to lead the league in steals. It's an achievement to lead the league in blocks. It's an achievement to lead the league in rebounds. Like these are things that like we don't care about because it's not scoring. But I, I I care about that. I value that. I value that. So leading the league in anything and or being 50 40 90 and i didn't want to do 50 40 90 but that that's that's an achievement as as well <laughs> like that that's that's a hell of an achievement as well and obviously it does you know benefit you know my guy but one point for that one point one additional point that's it so with that being said i was on the quest to find 10 i told you i started out with like 15 or 20 and um i don't even want to tell you the final number that it got to but i will tell you this I was able to cut it down to 50. <laughs> so I would be doing a series of my top 50 NBA players. And this is also heavily weighted in what I've seen. What, what I, and what I say, what I've seen, what I've been alive for. So I understand, why, like I said earlier, guys like Stephen A., Mike Wilbon, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, they have their biases to people from back in the day but we're just like eh whatever and and, and trust me trust me it's bl it's blasphemous to think about but only a slight only the great great greats are remembered like we like we'll never really be able to appreciate dominique clyde drexler uh sydney moncrief uh george gervin uh fucking like james worthy honestly i don't i, don't, I mean i don't really think highly of him uh well like i like not i don't think bad of them but like kevin McHale, like we know these guys names we know like you know yada but like we never saw them we don't really have any real opinion but yeah no magic kareem larry jordan like oh yeah 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 them like hell john stockton has an argument as the greatest point guard of all time ain't nobody give a fuck about no john stockton because we value winning so hey boom like, see how it all goes together see how it all goes together so that's that um going to go ahead and get into it now time is a bit of the essence so um we'll see how many i get in right now but the first um again another thing that i see it as as i'm pulling up the first person's resume and, and th this is whatever i've decided it's not on me it's not it's not on me it's not on our generation it's not on us to have it, it, it's gonna sound fucked up to say but like everybody believes their generation was the best and i you it's different when you see something it's different when you see just like like i, I never understood but now i'm starting to understand how like when my parents would say like oh no nah, like i would me and alan would be watching like uh a different strokes or a cosby show or uh can I say that? Uh, whatever. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Jamie Foxx show. Like, we would watch those things and enjoy Martin. Uh, just, we would watch all these things and enjoy it. But they're just like, oh, but y'all didn't, didn't really watch it. Like, y'all didn't really. Like, y'all wasn't there when it was happening. And I feel that. I Like, I really understand that. I really understand that. Now, you, does that mean you can't appreciate it? No. But it's, it's different being in the time period where certain things are taking place. So because of that, we're never going to appreciate. But maybe after you, we hear some of the things that I've, you know, concluded 
on these people. Maybe people are able to be put in their proper light and be seen in the way that they should. Because uh, there's guys today who, like, I'm going to tell you, like, we, we think that they're all-time greats. We're like, hell, hell, all, in, uh, all in, uh, NBA 75. I'm not going to say his name, but NBA 75. But in the grand scheme of things, like, nah. So, actually, I commend the NBA on their 75 because they actually have, you know, they're trying to keep it wide and they obviously want to preserve their history. But some of those people got in, probably shouldn't have got in. Some of those people, some people definitely were left off. Definitely, definitely, definitely were left off. Um, so, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, we don't have to continue to leave people off. Anyway. Anyway, I just want everybody to be uh, seen in their proper light. That's all. That's all. That's all. And, like, we all have our own opinion and maybe suggestions on people, but you cannot fault. You cannot fault what is going to read on their resume. And th and that's what it's all about. Whatever it like, oh, God. <laughs> this makes me sick. It just makes me sick. It just makes me sick. That just, it's, ah, show your work. Make sure your name's on it. Make sure your name is always on it. Um, some other things before. Let me see. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had a couple of what ifs as I was uh, making this. But uh, anyway, anyway. So the first person on the list. At 50. Pal Gasol. Two-time champion, six-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA second team, two-time All-NBA third team, rookie of the year. And I, oh, sorry, another thing. I only counted NBA shit, with the exception of Dr. J. I only counted NBA shit for everybody. So, like, hey, guys have whole Hall of Fame careers outside of the NBA. But, hey, that, that, that I'm talking about the NBA. I'm talking about the NBA. I'm talking about the NBA. So, again, two-time champion, six-time All-Star, All-NBA second team, and two-time all-nba third team i will tell you this i never saw pal as an all-nba player <laughs> i never saw him as an all-nba player but hey this hey hey i got it hey that's four times that's four times like hey hey all right all right cool all right all right my fault pal my fault pal especially second team i could see third but he got second team with the Bulls. That really surprised me. That really, really surprised me. But my biggest memory of Pau Gasol, because, you know, I did watch a lot of him, which is why I'm surprised with some of the things here. But I watched a lot of Pau Gasol and his growth from the 08 finals to the 2010 finals. That was huge. But my biggest memory is in game seven of 2010. I believe it was uh, it was in the fourth quarter. I don't know how much time was left, but he went up for a shot. And I think KG and Paul Pierce blocked that shit. And he came back down on the ground and like, hey, shout out to the Lakers for being the Lakers. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's like a, a double dribble or whatever. Well, because what would it be called? Because he, or I guess a travel, he went up for a shot and came down with it. But I guess they said that, you know, since they blocked it, like he didn't really have it. Because, like, hey, I was nervous when they did the review of that play. Like, oh, yeah, no, nah, that's definitely going to be going back. And points were hard to come by that night. But, uh, hey, man. Lakers prevailed. I mean, I can't say anything that was fishy about that. I mean, it's the Boston Celtics we're talking about. We can't act like the NBA don't like the Boston Celtics, too. An all-time great franchise. All-time great. All-time great. Um, but Pal Gasol, he, I, I definitely need to put some more respect on his name. 
Uh, he graded it out. And this is, again, I really... I, I went over a lot of people who I didn't watch, like who I didn't wasn't allowed for, but I also included, you know, a lot of people that we did watch and pal beat out a lot of them. Pal Gasol graded out at a 53. That, again, that was the same scale that I just already explained. So Pal Gasol, 53. 49 was James Worthy, guy that I just uh, shit on. So, uh, yeah, I guess I got to eat those words already. Uh, I never, I never really saw him as such, but hey, winning matters. Winning, winning definitely matters. Uh, he is a three-time champion, went to five finals, five, six, or seven, because Magic went to nine. But he, he went to a lot of finals. He went to a lot of. I, I well, I don't want to pull up the numbers right now, but he went to a lot of finals. Trust me, I, I trust me, trust me. I did. I showed my work. Uh, three-time champion, Finals MVP, seven-time All-Star, All-NBA third team. Uh, those were his accomplishments of note that I graded for, and uh, he graded out as a 56. Hey man, Powell only had two championships and no Finals MVP. James Worthy had three and a Finals MVP. So James Worthy, right place, right time. He definitely did a lot to contribute. I mean, just based off the stats, like I said, I didn't see him play, uh, but. We're always told that he's, you know, one of those guys, and I mean, he is at all NBA, or he is an NBA top fifty player of all time, as well as seventy five. So, you know, put some respect on his name. Uh, James Worthy graded out of fifty six. I'm sorry, yeah, fifty six. He was forty nine though. At forty eight, uh, someone who's a thorn in my side for quite some time, quite quite some time. Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili, four-time champion. I believe he went to five finals. Uh, Two-time All-Star. That really blew my fucking mind because if y'all forgot, Manu uh, came off the bench, but he was an All-Star from San Antonio. So that, that oh shit, that was the coaches making that call because he was not getting voted in as a starter. Bro, Manu is really him. Like, like looking over him... Couple of days ago, when I was doing all this, like Manu, Manu, Manu really could have been somebody if he was not in the Spurs system. The the thing is, the sacrifice and I, the sacrifice he made being in San Antonio. But I think it was just a different level of loyalty because I mean, hey, these these overseas guys, like they, it's 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 just different with them. Like I'm I'm trying to think right now. Has an international player? And I guess I should say, uh, well, yeah, well, I'm not going to get into that conversation. Steve Nash is the only international player that's like moved around heavily, but he was traded every single time, I want to say, except for like when fucking Lakers signed him. Uh, but yeah, like, there's just a different sense of loyalty with the international players. It seems like it seems like there's a different sense of loyalty. So it worked out for the Spurs. And not only was he a two-time All Star, but he was a two-time All NBA third team. How the fuck does a six man make All NBA third team? That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. A six man, like he never played more than like 33, 35 minutes a game in his career. I'm man. The Spurs system helped the Spurs win, but it really, really makes you wonder sometimes what guys could have did outside of it. I it, I really do think that sometimes because for as great as Tim Duncan was, like was he actually being held back? 
it's crazy to think like tony parker they really hyped him up i would have liked to see him like you I would just like to know how good these guys really were because I think that they they ran a, a great organization there and then it, it it shows it fucking shows. Um, but uh, all NBA third team, two time All Star and uh, four time championship with the uh, appearances and also six men of the year. Um, I did not uh, give any credit to six men of the year though, so sorry. Um, because uh, you got to remember when I came up with this scale, I was I was thinking about him. And like, if you if you like in him conversation, like nigga, like more than likely you don't have a six man of the year. More than likely you don't. Now Kobe was robbed of one, but more than likely you don't have one. So like, yeah, you know. And if you do have one, and then continue to have the type of career that it, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Anyway, uh, Manu graded out. Uh, my well, let me see <laughs> a memory about Manu. Um, I remember when Kobe smacked the fuck out. Of him. <laughs> Uh, uh no, I always respected Manu though. I always respected him. The Spurs is the uh great enemy, great enemy. Uh at forty seven, I think I'm just gonna go to forty five this episode because uh, I gotta <laughs> I gotta do some shit. Um uh, at forty seven is Russell Westbrook. I know the guy that you know is trash at basketball. That guy, that guy. The guy that, you know, is the reason why the Lakers are awful. The guy that has been uh, pretty much just holding back the quote-unquote greatest talents of this generation, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Like, basically, Russell Westbrook was their Greg Popovich. He was just, he's just holding back LeBron and Kevin Durant from being their true great selves. Anyway, Russell Westbrook. This is, this is the guy that's, you know, just ruining everybody's career. One-time MVP, one finals appearance, nine-time All-Star, uh, two-time All-NBA first team, five-time All-NBA second team, two-time All-NBA third team, two-time scoring champion, three-time assist leader. Yes, Russell Westbrook, three-time assist leader. Uh, that 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 reads pretty deep. That reads pretty deep for for a guy like that. That read that reads well, better yet, that reads well. That 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 reads well. And then I didn't even take into account, you know, the whole triple double thing and everything. So like he's gonna have conversation, but they're also starting to sour that conversation. So yeah, Russell, Russell. I had now. Here's the thing. I had Russell at 47, but it's actually a tie. It's actually a tie with 46 and 45. So I guess I'll just do all three of these, and then we'll end at 45 for this first part of the series. Um. 46, but also tied with uh, Russell Westbrook, is Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, if you, like, given the scale that I have made, and, I mean, rewind, rewind, or click for the next episode when I go back over it, but it'll be much shorter each time. Not that Isaiah Thomas. (laughs) That Isaiah Thomas. All right. Russell Westbrook was tied with Isaiah Thomas at 58.5. Now, Isaiah Thomas's career, two-time champion. Uh, I think he has three finals appearances, two or three finals appearances, whatever. I'm not, I don't have finals appearances in the resumes that I'm reading, but like, trust me, like the math, like I, I showed my work. I, I, I trust me, trust me. I show my work. I show my work on everyone. 
and, and you know i'm just gonna be com complete disclaimer now you can feel how you want about the scale but complete disclaimer the reason why i can guarantee you everyone's numbers are very much correct is because i wanted there to be no question when i was able to solidify that kobe was the goat guess what didn't happen all right <laughs> didn't happen but i i am still happy with the results that we got but anyway anyway isaiah thomas uh two-time champion finals mvp uh, 12-time All-Star, three-times All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team. Now, you can make the argument that it was harder to be All-NBA back then, but regardless, Russell Westbrook has more All-NBA selections than the great Isaiah Thomas. Uh, and Isaiah did also lead the NBA in assists, which Russell has done three times. Uh, but he did that once, Isaiah Thomas. So, I mean, hey, look, I value championships, and he got those championships. But without those championships, those finals performances... We should really respect Russell Westbrook a little bit more. I mean, and we all, like, well, for the most part, I think we respect Isaiah. I think we respect him. But, you know, I, I'm just saying, like, we should all, <laughs> as, far as, as far as these achievements, as far as what resumes read, as far as what resumes read, if we was going to be fair, now, now if we just going to completely break the scale with championships and say it's 20 points for a championship, then, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, then ending out this three-way tie for, I guess we can call it 45th. A guy who is uh, very, very dear to a lot of people my age's heart, but, and we always want to talk to you about, you know, impact and everything, but like, there's a different, like, I mean, it's, it's a different type of impact, guys. It's a different type of impact, but Allen Iverson, Allen Iverson, one finals appearance. One MVP, 11-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA first team, three-time All-NBA second team, one-time All-NBA third team. So that's seven All-NBA selections right there, but three of them were first team. Uh, Four-time scoring champ and three-time steals leader. So the highest thus far of somebody that's led the league in shit. He's right there with Isaiah Thomas and Russell Westbrook. I think that's a good conversation for him to be in. Like I think, like I think, I think we can all. I, I think that we can all agree that Russell, Isaiah, and AR, like you know, I'm not gonna say they're the same player, but like, I, I, I wouldn't, like, like if we're gonna if we have to pick between the three of them, then like sure you can go with Isaiah Thomas for having the championships, or you can go with uh, Russell Westbrook for having, well, I mean actually you can, I mean. I mean, the thing is, Russ isn't done yet. He's going to get another point for another season being played. Longevity matters, guys. Longevity matters. But I think it's a fair conversation for the three, for the three of them to be in. So anyway, recap on this episode. Uh, we got I got Powell at 50 with 53 points. James Worthy, 49 with 56. Manu Ginobili, 48 with 58. And then a three-way tie for 45th, Allen Iverson, Isaiah Thomas, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, I'll be back uh, later to drop, uh, I guess, uh, I didn't want to do increments of five, but whatever is more digestible. I don't expect them all to be like, you know, this long, but, you know, as we get up towards the top, I'm going to have a lot of shit to say. So, yeah, appreciate you for listening, and the next episode in the series will be coming real soon. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't forget, don't miss it.